Hi, I'm Heather, and I teach women all about finding joy in the life you live, experiencing the Holy Spirit's powerful transformation in your marriage, and gaining the support of sisters in Christ, women just like you, to encourage you along the way. I made the Marriage Grace with Heather podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies that are fully rooted in scripture, psychology, stories, and inspiration to help you and your marriage blossom. If you're a woman of Christ seeking a happy, loving, sacred marriage, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Well, hi there, Heather here. Welcome to Marriage Grace with Heather podcast. I'm so glad that you're tuning in today because I have three juicy secrets for you. Today, I will show you the recipe for love to grow in your relationships in three magnificent ways. First, what the recipe actually is for love to grow. Second, how to apply it to your relationship. And third, how to protect it for love to continually grow. I'm so excited to share these secrets with you. Let's get started. Freedom and responsibility in marriage is the equation for love to grow. That is the recipe. Freedom plus responsibility equals growth of love. God gave us freedom and as part of that freedom is the freedom to love. However, freedom without responsibility is a recipe for disaster. Taking responsibility for ourselves and for our freedom is how we grow in maturity and gain self-control. One of the incredible fruits of the spirit. Self-control is a result of this freedom. For love to flourish, we must have responsibility in our own maturity and growth and freedom to make our own choices in life. What is love if we don't actually have the freedom to choose love? Galatians 5.1 says, So Christ has truly set us free. Now make sure that you stay free. As you may know, I love the work of renowned psychologist Dr. Henry Cloud. On this particular topic, he encourages us to understand the truth that when people are free to disagree, they are free to love. When they are not free, they live in fear and love is damaged. That's a really, really awesome quote. In marriages where you're not receiving this freedom that God has granted you, you may be asking yourself, do I have to give up me to be loved by you? The answer to that question is most certainly a big no. If you give up your freedom to be you and operating it out of your values, then you are also giving up your freedom to love and let that love grow. You would be living in fear of being exactly who you are and abandoning yourself and love will be unable to grow. You have the freedom to operate from your core values, to enjoy your hobbies, to choose your profession, to choose your husband, to choose your friends, and the list goes on and on. If anyone took that freedom from you, which they can't because we live in a free world, that would not be love. And you'd be forced into operating out of fear instead of your core values. If you're acting and responding to fear in your marriage, love will be unable to grow. I'll share a little bit about my own personal experience in this area. 
So at a time that my marriage was particularly unwell, my husband would get pretty angry if I spent time outside of the house away from him, whether it be spending time with family or just going out to lunch with a friend. He would call me nonstop while I was away and ask for silly things like, where's the blue towel and and just little things around the house. And I'd really be unable to keep up with his calls while I'd be in conversation with with my friend or whoever I was spending time with. And I would feel really frustrated that he would call me so frequently and expect me to answer all these calls instead of giving me the space I needed to enjoy this time with family and friends. Um, And yes, we are married, um, but it doesn't mean I needed to give up freedom to have a relationship with family and friends that I love too. So what would happen is I would dread going home to what was usually some sort of temper tantrum of adult anger, despite my setting those expectations of when I would be home and following through on that. What he wanted was me all for himself and only himself. And it's because he was operating out of his own fears and insecurities and attempting to control my freedoms through his anger. So he was operating out of fear instead of out of love. And his fears were preventing him from operating out of love and using anger anger to control and invade freedoms that really were preventing love from growing. And it resulted in the opposite of what he wanted. Instead of pulling me closer, this attempt to invade freedoms really pushed boundaries and pushed me away. Thankfully, since then, we've both grown a lot and he's been able to be honest with himself and this fear-based operating model. He learned more about what his own fears are, where they stemmed from, how to overcome them. Um, I'll share a brief hint on this growth path. Operating in the spirit and not the flesh is the key to stop operating out of fear. So more to come on this in another episode. But... uh, Whether you're invading your spouse's freedoms or your spouse is invading yours, or perhaps maybe a bit of both, know that this freedom to be you and be in control of your own life is one of the most important aspects needed for love to grow. Really think about it. Are you letting fear of someone else's response control you from taking the freedoms God gave you? Or are you attempting to control your spouse's freedoms as you operate from your own fears? Every person, you and your spouse included, are responsible for your own feelings, attitudes, behaviors, choices, limits, desires, thoughts, values, talents, and love. You alone are responsible for these things for yourself, and your spouse is responsible for these things for himself. My friend, this may sound obvious to you, but really understanding this was an aha moment for me. I was operating under a false belief that I was responsible for other people's feelings. And I could even go so far as to thinking this responsibility for other people's feelings was more important than my own feelings. Oh, how I was so, so wrong. This false belief was preventing me from sharing the truth because I didn't want to hurt other people's feelings. I was getting my yeses and my nose confused. And the result of this false belief is that I was feeling responsible for how other people felt. And it was hurting my marriage, hurting myself, 
and preventing my husband from growing and learning. This false belief is the opposite of love. It's, again, a fear-based operating model. It was enabling my husband's bad behavior and building resentment in myself about my marriage. And this was a big mistake that I needed to correct in order to start getting my yeses and my noes right. So one of the areas that I was getting right with my yeses and noes that I was not getting right with my yeses and my noes was in parenting. For those of you that are parents, we do know this is a 24-7 responsibility. My husband and I both work full time And outside of work, we have our hands full with toddlers. So there is very little quiet downtime available to reset and refresh ourselves. My husband would often want to do his own things on the weekend to recharge. And this was typically in the form of watching football. And if you're familiar with football season, football games go on all day Saturday, all day Sunday. Whether it's an NFL game or a college football game, it really didn't matter. So... I felt that it was actually more important for my husband to have this downtime to recharge than it was for myself. I tell myself that he stresses out more easily than I do. I'm capable of taking care of the lion's share of housework and activities on the weekends, and I'd put his needs over mine without recognizing that, hey, I'm actually human too, and also do need a bit of time to myself too. And I didn't get my yeses and my noes right because I was putting his feelings above mine, and I resented him for all his weekend downtime that I needed too. I eventually grew, stopped operating from this false belief, and got this right. While my husband still watches football on the weekends to recharge himself, he may not watch every game like before, and I also have the space to reset and recharge myself too. Previously, I had taken some of the responsibility he needed to have for our family on my shoulders, and then I resented him for it because I was putting his feelings above my own. So this is a really simple example, but what we can see is that it's so easy for false beliefs to control our lives without us even knowing. And when we do this, we're not taking responsibility for getting our yeses and our noes right. So if you need the reminder like I do, remember that you are not responsible for other people's feelings and other people's feelings are not more important than your own. Satan, who we also know is known as the great deceiver, um, gives us many false beliefs. So in addition to this one that we just talked about, I'm going to share with you some of the most common false beliefs that are floating out in society today. These false beliefs are controlling our lives and causing us pain. So let's have awareness of them. Uh, The most common ones include, there is something wrong with me. False, there is nothing wrong with you. Second, I am powerless over how I feel. False, no, you are responsible and in control over how you feel. Third, I can control what others think of me, feel about me, and how they treat me. False. No one can control other people's thoughts, how they feel, or how they behave. Only can you control that in yourself. Fourth. Resisting others' control over me is essential to my integrity. False. Again, this is about this control. 
Others can't actually control you. So there is no resistance that needs to be overcome. And fifth, I can't handle pain, discomfort, fear, hurt, grief, disconnection from others, boredom, disappointment, shame, or aloneness. Essentially saying, I can't handle negative feelings. And again, false. You can handle it, but you need to show up for yourself. For more on how to show up for yourself, check out my last episode, episode three at marriagegrace.com slash episode three. But wow, those false beliefs, that's powerful stuff, right? The likelihood that you've identified with one or more of these false beliefs is a very high, as most people do. We may have never even thought about operating this way and instead just do so subconsciously. So really take note here of what you identified with to bring awareness and set you on a path of course correction to begin experiencing freedom from those self-imposed limitations. To cement it in, you alone are responsible for your feelings, attitudes, behaviors, choices, limits, desires, thoughts, values, talents, and love. You are not responsible for these things in other people. Gaining responsibility for yourself gives you greater self-control and the ability to be more loving. So let's rejoice in this responsibility and freedom and give thanks that God has given us free will. Not even God controls us, even though he is actually capable of it. Because he loves us deeply, He gives us the freedom to love him and others freely too. So now that we know the recipe for love is freedom and responsibility, it is crucial for our marriage to take this responsibility to create healthy boundaries that protect them, thereby promoting and growing our love. And there you have it, my friends, the recipe for love to grow. If you weren't able to take notes, no problem. Download a cheat sheet covering what we are responsible for and a listing of the common false beliefs to be aware of at marriagegrace.com slash episode four. All right, my friends, I can't wait to see you next week. Episode five, where I expand on the topic of healthy boundaries that are essential for protecting our freedom that allows for this love to grow. Same time, same place. Can't wait. Looking to dig in deeper to have a happy, loving, sacred marriage? Visit marriagegrace.com for more resources and tune in every Thursday for new, simple, actionable strategies to help you and your marriage blossom. Thanks for joining me on Marriage Grace with Heather. See you next time and God bless.